0: Welcome to A Few Deep, a hangout podcast where a guest and I drink multiple styles of beer and talk about this, that, and the other thing. I'm your host, Joe Varga. So come on, let's get a drink. Hello, friends. What's happening? What's going on? Happy Saturday. Happy October. How was your week? How's the weather? The weather here is great right now, you know? It's like high 50s at night, low 60s, somewhere around there. During the day, it's a little warm. It's like high 70s, 80. It uh, gets that nice drastic change at night, so you get that real cool air coming in. But interesting place, yeah. Uh, so, um, let's see. The week was good. I uh, haven't been able to drink too much because uh, of the tooth, but you know, it's been good. Uh, everything is going awesome. I feel like it's healing very well. So uh, that's good. And the week was great. Uh, we're now heading into the soup season and the beautiful season of cooking warm and hot things in your oven, making your house smell great. That's what I love. It's my favorite season. Uh, I started it off by making a corn chowder bacon corn chowder, which came out amazing, um, so yeah, I did that this week, we brewed, uh, me and my friends brewed a, let's see, it's a, a smoked coffee oatmeal stout, which is about, probably going to be about 6%, six five maybe, maybe a little lower, um, but yeah, I think it's going to be good, it's going to be tasty. So yeah, I did that on Monday. Uh, rest of the week was pretty chill, just working, hanging out, playing some games. I, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2 again. I beat it the first time, but I'm going over it now, and uh, I'm playing it again. I'm gonna go through it slow this time. Slow, you know, in those days you just like feel like being in the Wild West, you know. So I was like, I feel like that. I don't know if you guys feel like that. You want to be. Cowboy, or, you know, just in the Wild West roaming the desert on a horse, you know, something like that. Um, so yeah, this game really provides that for me. And I love it. It's amazing. It's like the best game ever. So yeah, so I'm playing that. I'm going to go through it slow. And, you know, days you can just go out and virtual fish, virtual hunt, you know. It's a weird game, but super awesome. So yeah, I'm doing that. And, uh, yeah, I think this has uh, been a relaxing week for the most part. I didn't really venture too much. We've been trying to keep it low key, spending money wise and whatnot, since the holidays are all coming up, and you know we're just chilling. So, anyway, uh, let's see. The podcast today is a collaboration. Uh, we just uh, me uh, me and a buddy decided to do the a collaboration with his podcast and mine. Which is my friend Joey McDaniel and his podcast Drunk Broadway. Now he has guests on, and they do a lot of uh, interesting Q and A with uh, a lot of Broadway stuff, and they they cover a lot of topics. and uh, I believe he's on like season four right now, and this is launching season four uh, soon, or he did, and uh, so they they discuss theirs over some cocktails, some really. Interesting uh, and creative cocktails. Um, this one we did a, a nice collaboration where we had two cocktails, two beers, one each each episode. This first one we'll do cocktail and then a beer, and then the next one we'll do the same. So this first one was good. Um, it's you know a little bit more uh, introduction to his podcast if people don't know about it and you're into Broadway stuff, uh, which. I'm into some broadways, uh, some Broadway uh, musicals. Uh, I would say a ton, but you know, I'm not uh, you know a fanatic, but I do I do like them actually. You know, um, it's been it's been a, probably a hot minute since I've been to a Broadway play, but um, I've seen a few, and then I've seen a, a lot of the movies that they made based off of the broadways, uh, the Broadway musicals. Um, so so yeah we decided to take you know and then do a uh a nice little collaboration podcast for you guys um so yeah i hope you enjoy it um this first one is like an introduction talking chilling talking uh, some cocktails and and i'm gonna I've, this is uh i'm trying to name the first cocktail but uh you'll you'll we 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 say it in the in the podcast so i And I forget, actually, I listened to it just the other day because I was editing, but then I, names don't stick with me half the time for certain things, so I forgot what the hell the cocktail's called. Anyway, uh, you'll get a better description in the podcast or the conversation. Um, Part two, Joey does some singing, so you're definitely going to want to stick around and check out part two next week. Uh, It's it's a fun one. Uh, So this is a great podcast. I, I highly enjoyed it. Our conversation was great. It was super fun. And we got to eat some, some, some really good pizza that, that I, that I got to prepare and it was, it was good. So, yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, here's me and Joey talking about Broadway. Hey hey hey, what's happening people? Out in the podcast land. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, my friend Joey McDaniel. Well hello! Back again. What's happening, man? Hey,
1: not much. We're just sitting here drinking.
0: Yeah. We got a little bit of a different show today, but same as always. But we're gonna do cocktail beer, cocktail beer. Mm. Because Joey has a podcast called Drunk Broadway.
1: That's the idea.
0: So you feature a lot of your... It's always a cocktail, right? Do you?
1: Yeah, we're almost always cocktails. uh, Yeah. Though there's been a lot of champagne. Okay. So,
0: yeah. Interesting. I'll I'll
1: do a little bit of wine and beer when we need to. Okay. So you kind of
0: mix it up like...
1: Most of the time it's cocktails. Okay. And we like to give it either uh, a very ridiculous Broadway-themed name or uh, occasionally we're just too drunk and we just fuck it, we're drinking whiskey.
0: Right, right. So So do you make up... Cocktails as you go or are these like Mainly like ones that Are kind of like already
1: Every once in a while I will tweak one But look I mean the classic cocktails are classics For a reason right so I think the ever Uh you know, the ever ongoing search for the perfect Manhattan is a worthwhile journey. I yeah. hope I never find it because I want to keep practicing.
0: You want to keep that, you want to keep that journey rolling, but right? Yeah,
1: yeah, getting it just right, finding just the right ingredients. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's key.
0: Well, let's, uh, what's this one all about? Let's talk about this one for a second. Yeah, man, this is the classic corpse survivor number two. Uh,
1: corpse survivor number one. Not that good a cocktail. (laughs) Try it out. It's an old, old school. Um, It's just not balanced to modern day's taste. But uh, Corpse Survivor number two, the way that I like to make it is uh, you get a little bit of absinthe. I love St. George. And you just coat the inside of that glass with just enough. And then you put in three quarter ounce of four things. Uh, You got your uh, orange liqueur, Grand Marnier, uh, your Lillet Blanc. Uh, You've got a really good gin in there and fresh ass lemon juice with a little bit of lemon twist on top. It's delicious. They go down super easy. All right. And it gets you where you're going.
0: All right. Perfect. (laughs) Cheers, cheers, man. Mm. And now dead air as we drink. Uh I love it. Oh, yeah. That's beautifully balanced. Yeah, right on. That's really nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's all about that uh, elevating each piece of that. Yeah. Like, there's some real shitty versions of all of those versions of liquor. Yeah. <laughs> so, as long as you're using good oh, no. versions, you come up with something that you're pretty happy with. Yeah,
0: definitely. And it definitely has that, um, that absinthe aftertaste, too, which is awesome. Just enough. Just enough. Not overpowering. Because it puts like,
1: a lot of people off.
0: No, no. Absinthe I mean, I like isn't... that. I like absinthe. So, it's like, you yeah. know, that. I, I don't like, um, Jaeger so much, but it's no. just, you know, it's it's not Jaeger. It's different. You know, it's, it's completely different. Even though it still has that, like, um, fernet almost you know that little like sure you know that little bit of uh the licorice vibe but it, oh yeah this is like 100 times better it's
1: that hardcore star anise licorice yeah. flavor but uh, hopefully that's a lot more focused because uh, like for whatever reason fernet fernet still tastes like medicine it's one yeah, of the very yeah, few yeah. liquors i can't get on board with
0: no no i feel that yeah i can't do it either yeah, it's one I love of those absinthe. Like, but no the absinthe is great no this is a perfect cocktail man thank you this is great yeah glad it's you super like awesome. it awesome yeah um, so, so about drunk Broadway then, do yeah. you guys, uh, how many, what's the, what's the, uh, the show dynamic? Do you like, um, I mean, I've listened to the show a couple times and, um, uh, right. early on actually. So, uh, maybe you've changed things up a little bit. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. Yeah, like, we try uh,
1: to. Um, so just last Monday, I think we recorded what's going to be episode 79. Oh, no. Nice. Um, so we've had a little bit of, yeah, uh, you're cranking uh, them out to there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And we tried to do it in loose seasons, where season one was all about, hey, come on my show. Let me talk about you. I'm going to go through your resume and really just highlight a bunch of awesome people in the Bay Area who do theater. Mm -hmm. Mainly musical theater, but, you know, I'm open to all kinds. Um, And then we sort of moved on, and next season was a little different. Next season's a little different. Uh, We just finished season four, which was all about um, ladies of the Bay Area in particular. And they came over and I asked them 36 questions. Uh, Which is based on uh, actually this uh, thing that I completely stole uh, from a professor who decided that he could make anybody better friends or even fall in love after 36 questions. Whoa. So I changed those and made them all about theater.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah. It was fun. That is cool. Um any uh, so that so that was the last season you just had. Yeah,
1: yeah, and we're about to launch season five coming soon. All right, uh, and we decided to go all in, and we're doing shows like really hardcore, like three weeks on Sunday in the Park with George or Rent or oh, okay, you know, just get real nerdy on it.
0: Perfect, man. So this is like the nice intro to that. As you launch, when, when are you guys doing it Monday?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, should launch uh, coming soon. Okay, the time of this recording. I'm hoping next week.
0: Perfect. That's awesome, man. Uh, so. What are some of the best cocktails that you've had so far that you think, even though you're still probably chasing the dragon, right? Always. So, um, <laughs> uh, or been introduced by some of your your guests, right? Well, oh, that's a good one. Uh, because you don't always make the cocktail, right? They, they, always, they bring stuff as well? Yeah, they, okay.
1: they almost always do. Um, one of my guests um, that I love to have on, her name is, uh, is Raisa mm-hmm. uh, from Mexico. And she brought me uh, cantaritos, which I'd never heard of before. And it has a smoked tequila, uh, it has a grapefruit salt rim on top of it, a couple other delicious things, and it blew my mind. So roughly translates, so she told me, uh, my Spanish is terrible, um, (laughs) roughly translates uh, to, uh, to, to sing or to want to sing. Okay. And the idea is you're supposed to drink that enough until you think you can
0: right so this is the drunk karaoke <laughs> yeah
1: exactly right in a lovely uh clay mug even that she brought over wow yeah. all right so that was a big surprise i'd never heard of that one
0: yeah that's super cool that's yeah. uh probably pretty original too i mean uh, it, well unique to me that's yeah, for sure that's what i'm saying different cultures have always the best oh God uh introduced yeah. to a new cocktail you know yeah if it wasn't for that we wouldn't have the margarita <laughs> damn, you <know>? damn right <laughs> no yeah for but sure. some of
1: the other classics um I think are ones that probably everybody knows. Uh, I love Mia French seventy five. Okay, um, my Manhattan is precious to me. Maybe the old fashioned even more. Um, big, I do love. Yeah,
0: man. I do love the old fashioned. It's great. Yeah. Um, so what do you what do you think you look for in a Manhattan? What what is your? I mean, obviously, we were talking a uh, hot minute. Like you're still chasing the dragon for the perfect Manhattan, but yeah. Even so, as it goes right now. What is what's the perfect ingredient that, you know, you're like, this is a good Manhattan and, you know, well, I guess you probably be pro- and specific uh, liqueurs or, uh, uh, you know, yeah, uh, man, that's uh, the
1: constant chase. You're right. Um, I don't know. I think the most recent one that I had is really kind of changed my mind a little bit. I used to like them um, extra sweet and intentionally unbalanced because mm-hmm. when I was chasing that, that's what I wanted. Uh, but I had one with a nice rye in there that balanced that out um,
0: okay. that
1: I thought was kind of amazing. Um, a kind of middle-of-the-road uh, Kentucky rye uh, that I thought was fantastic. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So not even nothing uh, special. That was just like kind of like, oh, I found this pretty good. Yeah, so. yeah. It's
1: just uh, I I kind of don't get too precious with it. Um, so, yeah, I thought I was delicious. Next week, I'll change my mind.
0: Yeah. You'd be like, nah, <laughs> you know, it's kind of this no it's this <laughs> it's that i don't want that <laughs> yeah um i actually don't i i haven't made a manhattan in a long time what so it goes rye uh vermouth
1: yeah 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 and don't forget your sweetness in there with so, your orange uh,
0: yeah orange and a little bit of bitters that's it or no bitters no bitters okay
1: then you'd be heading towards an old-fashioned right? old-fashioned right yeah, you're getting yeah, into yeah, that yeah. Ta- that category yeah okay Drop a really good cherry in there i'm happy okay yeah nice yeah yeah, All right. Yeah. so I, I think at the end of the day, Drunk Broadway was totally born of the idea that I sit at a cast party and you get that super heightened emotion of we all just went through this beautiful forced proximity of building a thing. Mm-hmm. And the quick bonding that that creates, you know, sometimes that is very ephemeral and the next day I'll never
0: see those people again. Right, so you, you almost like don't have enough time to get to know them. Right? Yeah, it happens. And you're, and you're like, you're into that show, right? And you're just like, uh, okay. Yeah, and you
1: you better make that friend fast. Right. And that builds very interesting conversations very quickly. It's like, all right, I've known you three days. Here's my deepest, darkest fear of this thing. Or here's what I want from this thing. Yeah. So trying to recreate that cast party, but record it. Absolutely. You know, there's a bunch of brand new people to either in the theater audience or the brand-new theater kid who's only auditioned for the one show. Yeah. And maybe they don't get to sit around and chat with a bunch of people about the thing that they love a lot, but maybe they can sit and listen to a couple people get drunk and tell real opinions about it.
0: That's true. And also, like, it's good to have, I mean, even for the for the podcast, uh, for having the, the smaller, younger guests on, uh, maybe they'll learn a little bit as just talking to you, you know, or talking to anybody that's been in theater, you know, a little longer. Maybe, yeah, right? that's so, my goal. You know, get, get some pointers and... You know what? What's you know, you know do's and don'ts, obviously, like that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Like we've had whole episodes on you know what's the right way and wrong way to audition. Um, what does it mean to actually show up at rehearsal? Um, yeah, you know that sort of stuff. I
0: always I always found auditioning uh, kind of interesting. It's such a weird uh, thing, like to st- maybe to stand in front of somebody or two people or three or however many people are just like mm-hmm. next. Okay, they're they're very monotone, or they're very like, uh, you know, I mean, some people are sweeter than others, but I mean, auditioning is auditioning, right? You're right. So you got to go all out, or you're like, should I hold back a little just to not give them at all? Or, you know, what do I do? A cold room is hard. Yeah. A cold
1: room is hard. I will sing for a thousand people, and not bad an eye. Yeah. Singing for three is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at the end of the day, um, I was talking online with Name Drop Here uh donalyn champlin uh who was on crazy ex-girlfriend um and oh okay i was talking to her once about uh on twitter uh about auditioning and the best advice that she had for me is you just gotta let loose of any and all expectations i i
0: I love that in general because i sort of live my life by that code Smart. smart uh without expecting anything like it could be the smallest thing you know like uh how people sort of treat each other at the bar. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, I, I bought you a drink. It's like, well, you get me next time. You know, that like that like, you get me next time thing. I don't really do that. I just go, no, I got you a drink. Yeah. How oh, cool, man. I'll do it. No, I don't expect you to get me a drink. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just going to get you a drink. It's so, nice when it works out. That's yeah, fine. But for me, it's like I never do anything with intent to get something out of somebody. Right. Wow. That's kind of my philosophy in life is like I don't do things for others to get something from them. Good I just hand. do it to give, right? Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, I'm not doing it to get praise. I'm not doing it to expect you to like love me forever or, you know, to do anything for me. So I yeah, yeah. I, I definitely relate to that philosophy a lot. It's just like, you're you're kind of up there. You're like, fuck it, let's just do it. Yeah. Do, yeah. It, do what you got to do. Like, it, I, it doesn't matter if you give me the job or not. I'm just yeah. going fucking- to do your
1: homework, right? Show them the best you, but know that 90% of what they're thinking about. Has nothing to do with whether you hit that note or not. No, it's definitely not your shoes. Ninety percent of the right. time, right? Right?
0: Yeah, it's probably much. You, you can roll up there in rags. They ain't gonna give you yes. shit because they're gonna like as this guy's gonna be in costume. Yeah, we're gonna dress him the way we want to. Yeah, as
1: long as you're respectful, like don't show up in costume. Don't do that. No, no, no. But yeah, the idea that those people have a thousand things that they have to match. Right. And your voice and your personality and your looks are only so much of that. So that's out of your control. Worry about what you can worry about. If you don't get it, there's the next job. Get used to no's, and that's a totally okay.
0: Yeah, I think people really need to uh, sort of let that sink in. Get used to the no's, right? Because uh, that's a hard thing for some people who are, you know, you, you you audition for one thing or, you know, apply for one job, right, or do this, yeah. and it's like, no, no. I mean, you can get rejected 30 times, right, Yeah. until there's one yes, and then it could be the make or break. Totally. You know, or not. Who yeah. cares? It's all about the experience and what you do. Yeah. I think
1: and hopefully, you know, if you uplift that idea just a little bit, there's no reason that you can't do that in a lot of things. Yeah. Hey, I've never had that food. Great. Audition it, right? Yeah. Go and have it. If yeah. you hate it. Go try it. You had an adventure. Exactly. Like it, it, it sucks that you didn't like your dinner, but that's one dinner out of your whole life. Exactly. Right? No is not a failure state. Yes. No is learning that I didn't get that or I don't like that food or I didn't want to try that again. Yeah. But I did it. And that's a no. No is not failure.
0: Yeah, I think that's the big thing for people is like when they hear that, like the no or, you know, it's just like a, a super downer or, or a, uh, people take a lot of things in a negative And that's, uh, like I said, you said, sh- you can't really dwell on that and take a no as a negative, right? No is just kind of like, okay, I'm not what they wanted, right? Or yeah, it's just this part or something that that's not what I was looking for. Yeah. But if, you know.
1: Whatever. Or maybe they cast, uh, you know, a lady who would play opposite you, and, you know, for whatever reason, they don't fit, you Mm -hmm. know? Maybe it's emotional. Maybe she's three feet taller than you. Maybe you're not the right age. Maybe there's, uh, you know, a thousand things that are not your fault, not your deal.
0: Right. Yeah, people get in their own heads about that. It's like, it's not your fault, man. It's just, you know. Yeah. You know, you're, you're good. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong, but it's like they're looking for a very specific type, right? They're like, yeah. Yep, yep. So... Uh, so you guys do a lot of like, um, plays and stuff all over, right? For the most part. Or do you only stick to one specific, uh, group or like, um, theater?
1: I'm beautifully lazy. Um, the Bay Area allows me to be. Okay. I can hit five or six amazing theater groups that I'd be proud to be a part of within like 30 minutes of here. Okay. That's I can think of no other city in America where that's true. Yeah. And I feel super lucky with that. There are amazing people who go over to Half Moon Bay to do a show. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Well, really? Yeah. Just like I'm like not- crossing a mountain every time. If there's one accident, I'm going to miss a show. I'm going to miss a... I sort of get in my head with that. Maybe I should take my own advice and just try it. But I'm, I'm a little nervous to uh, to travel quite that far. Okay. And I generally don't have to.
0: Do you branch a little bit out, like? Uh, yeah, sure. So, I mean, not like super far, but like maybe across town. Yeah, town? Uh, totally. Okay. So,
1: I've done shows down at uh, Foothill, um, up at Hill Barn, which is Foster City, uh, Palo Alto Players. Um, Let's see. There's a
0: couple others in there. Sunnyvale.
1: So, you know, nothing terribly far because I just really don't have to. It's
0: okay. I mean, that's amazing still, groups right around us. Yeah, still, like I said, it's like it's not f- super far. But like you said, in the Bay Area, we're all kind of like this nice, you know, comfortable laziness because it's right there. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to yeah. travel outside your realm. Like, I mean, it could be an adventure, though. Like Half Moon Bay is not super far. And, you know, it could be one of those things where it's like. Oh, fuck it you know whatever yeah Just give me, let me try it out
1: especially for a dream role i can see you sort of putting in the extra effort and saying yeah okay maybe yeah. i'll give this a try yeah and it feels like before i leave this bay area or the rent forces me out right i feel like i'd have to do a show in the city itself absolutely like like i think about my day job and what that would mean and that sucks but i feel like man i, I had the chance to be in what i consider a great area for theater let me go up where the uh, the big kids play
0: yeah, I mean, I think you're ready for a lot of that stuff. I mean, uh, you've been in the game for a while. It'd be fun to try. I think that would be good, man. Uh, any any particular venues or like uh, clubs up there that you might be? Yeah, there's lots of great ones. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Forty Street, Forty Second Street Moons, great group. Um, SF Playhouse is a full professional house, so that would be kind of a lot to get into. But yeah, there's lots of groups. Do you up there do you know
0: some of those guys up there? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Have you had any on the podcast or just, uh, yeah, down? yeah,
1: yeah. The okay. world is kind of small, <laughs> yeah. especially when it comes to theater kids.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about even, I mean, not even just theater kids, but like Broadway theater kids. Like, cause oh, you can yeah. get some real people that are like, I can't sing. Uh, I'm not doing Broadway. I'll be in a, uh, a play sure. for sure, you know, which, uh, I've been in a couple plays, but, uh, I've never been in a, a Broadway play. But, uh, yeah, you have those people that are just like, kind of like, strictly like i'm not singing
1: oh, or, you know, sure yeah. yeah yeah people who identify as any of the big three right i'm a dancer first a singer second actor third or yeah sort or if the yeah. opposite way yeah yeah
0: yeah no that's understood for sure because you know uh everybody has their high points um yeah but but you got all you got you're kind I of
1: mean, a, if we were all triple threats we'd probably all be in new york <laughs>
0: yes everybody would be on broadway yeah. doing their shit maybe no, nah, for sure. Uh, you definitely should do some something with San Francisco. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I would love to see you in that because that's definitely the game right there. You know, that's yeah, that's it'd be fun to throw your head yeah. in and say,
1: "All right, I could play with the big guys." Yeah. yeah, definitely. And Ladies, yeah, absolutely.
0: And I think, um, I think people have seen your show and they're 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 like, "Yeah, you, you can." I've seen other you know Broadway plays. You can hang. Okay. Yeah, thank you. You know. Yeah. yeah. I take
1: that as a huge compliment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think you got it. You know. Uh, like we said, it's all about confidence, and you know, auditioning. If you don't get it, whatever, try yeah. it again. Yeah, just keep totally going. right. But yeah, we say about the day job, right? You're just like, fuck. What if I get like a, yeah, I don't know. Like what if six months, <laughs> like yeah, like well, you have to do the six months, and then you have to be here every day or something or whatever. You know? totally. Um, like
1: some of the pro houses in the city, right? Absolutely assume this is what you're doing for your livelihood. Yeah, this is how you're paying your rent. Yeah. So yeah, rehearsals are everyday weekday from this hour to this hour be here or don't mm-hmm. and the reality is you know i do it for the love of it and for a little guest stipend at the end um uh, fills the heart not the soul yep. yeah wait fills the soul not the wallet that's what i meant <laughs> yes yes fills the soul not the wallet yeah. and that's
0: a good i like that philosophy anyway but it's like it's hard when you like you can picture yourself going a little further but there's always something that's going to like hold you back and it might be that job just being like you know that's that's uh i'm 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 already uh secure sort of in my place and if i give that yeah. up if i give that up i don't know what's i don't know if i could come back and be in that same place that i was at right like i'm in a comfort zone it's like fuck if i get out of my comfort zone I don't think I can get back into my comfort zone I mean, a lot no longer. <laughs> yeah, you
1: know? I sometimes call it the golden handcuffs. Yeah. It's like, hey, look, I, I'm quite good at my day job. No ego. I, I'm good at it. And they like me a lot. And they, they pay me a good amount for it. Uh huh. It's real hard to say no to any of those, right? Absolutely. I worked hard on that career to make sure that that was uh, something that could pay Bay Area rents. Absolutely. So the idea of saying mm. no to that to go and try a thing is, of course, terrifying. And when it comes down to it, really, um, I will insert ego back into it. I know some amazingly talented people who were professionals in the Bay and said, Joey, I'm giving it up. I'm going to start doing this for free that I used to charge people for because I just want to work where I want to work. The amount of contracts that are available in general to the best of the best in the Bay Area is so small. Then if you take that small group who's getting paid And then you take sort of my physicality and the role that I like to play, the funny guy who comes in act two, does jazz hands and leaves. Yeah. That small character role, there's even tinier amounts of those. So now I'm going to have to fight everybody for those five or six things. Right. Now all of a sudden, you know, maybe I'm doing a show that I hate for six months or maybe I'm doing three shows in a row I don't like. All of a sudden I'm doing this thing to make money that I'm no longer getting fulfilled exactly it's like that sounds terrible
0: yeah i had this i sort of have a, I had a conversation with uh somebody brought it up as we were at the bar uh up at al arsenal and um uh, uh my my one my coworker was she was kind of like we were watching i forget what oh it was oh it was a commercial of, of just like jennifer aniston uh using like some kind of lotion okay and i'm like she doesn't use that fucking lotion no like there's no way no you know she's like not using that lotion But, yeah, she's probably making about, and I don't know, hypothetically, I heard somebody talk one time, which I, uh, when I was in acting, uh, he said he was getting, like, 60 grand a commercial for, like, a Ford company or something. It might be on the high end. Okay. Uh, So, every couple of times it got aired, you'd get 60,000, you know. Wait, every time it aired? Uh or maybe not aired. It that was that would
1: probably be lump payment. Maybe residuals. I think that was the lump
0: payment and some residuals. Yeah. it was like, it was like uh, maybe like a couple thousand. You know, maybe a thousand or so Ooh, residuals. It okay. was pretty. It was pretty good. It yeah. was. It was like I'm impressed. Yeah, I would be like fuck, dude. Uh, and he was a he was a good actor, but he wasn't. He was he was on Friends once <laughs> nice. or twice, whatever. In the same you know whatever. But he's been in plenty of stuff. He's a New York. I I even forget his name now, but uh, he was a, and he he happened to be one of my like uh, fill-in acting teachers for somebody who wasn't there the one day, and he was just kind of like, okay, and I was like, okay, cool, and uh, but yeah, so uh, he uh, we were talking about sort of that you're you're doing it now for money rather than feeding the soul, yeah, and you might hate it or purpose it out, and then so. I turned to my coworker and I said – and she was like, oh, I, I mean, I would do it for, for 60000 like whatever, and i get some residuals after that. I'm like, okay. What if like uh, – because she's a vegetarian. I was like, what if a chicken company said, hey, you don't have to eat the chicken, but I want you to promote it. Yeah. She was like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I would lose a lot of friends that way. I'm like, but would you? I'm like, but they're going to give you 60 grand sure. and then you get some resi- residuals on top of that every time that airs. It's going to air for probably like a nice three months, maybe. It's like, fuck, I don't know. That's a pretty good chunk of money. I'm like, it is. What an ethics cost. Yeah. But how pro- far down are you willing yeah, to play? But you're promoting something you do not endorse.
1: I've had a very similar conversation just being drunk uh, at the pub. <laughs> yeah. I would absolutely do a Bud Light commercial because mm. all of my friends would find that fucking hilarious. <laughs> I would absolutely I think that would promote be great. this thing that I cannot stand. Yes, and rail against constantly.
0: <laughs> yes, that would be hilarious. But yes. I totally would do the same.
1: Ironically, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, and but and I have drinking a Bud Light or a Coors Light or whatever. Sure. But I don't want to. No. And I'm not going no. to anymore. <laughs> but I wouldn't go as
1: far as to say hey, Chick-fil-A, you're going to give me money? Uh, I don't personally agree with what you're about. I'm going to have to say no. That's money I don't want.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you on that because one hand, I like beer. Yep. Just because you do bad beer, but you're going to pay me a lot of money to produce some, you know, or to get into it. It's not going to change my ethic, you know, or my uh, my, my religion or whatever. You're
1: going to make your money regardless of whether I'm in your commercial or not.
0: Exactly. But somebody that is for, you know, uh, you know, is homophobic and whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I cannot stand, you know, I'm not supporting your cause. I like chicken, but no fuck you. Yeah. You know, that's, that's like, what my line is. Yeah. That's I 100% <laughs> agree on that level. I I agree with that shit right there. Uh yeah, because I, I I love beer and but I can't stand companies or things that like are just against hate or whatever you know yeah. just hating people for no particular reason it's yeah yeah it's it's redundant and stupid and people have been doing it for way too long and i just don't quite get it anymore you know i don't, I don't know
1: Ooh, yeah we probably shouldn't go down that rabbit hole but man no.
0: me neither yeah yeah it's a, uh, but yeah um but so what was i gonna say uh so going back to um the um getting paid sort of getting a uh, you know your 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 so at what at what cost you know mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. how do you think how do you think that like or i should say would you ever make the switch or do you think that it or at what cost or you know how, how do you think that You'd be like, I'm gonna make that transition because everybody's like, pa- like sort of like podcasting, right? Like we're very hobby. I-, I love. I have tons of hobbies. You have a lot of good hobbies totally. as well. You're, I, I think, like staying busy. Yeah, we're we're like, yeah, me too. So we're like the Joe of all traits, the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. We try to get half decent at something. Yep. So we don't, you know, um, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit as well because I know you like baking and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of fun. Uh, but I I love all those same hobbies, you know, all that. I feel like everybody has, you know, uh, maybe one or two hobbies that they're super passionate. And they're like, oh, I can really get into that. What do you think that – what would it take for you to, like, make that leap into the next, like, transition? Like, if you were to be like – To make it a career? To make it a career and be like, okay, it's game time. Like, yeah, I've been working – you know regularly it's like Mm -hmm. i like my job but it's not my heart is just a quarter of there you know but sure everything is there and i know i could do it but at what cost
1: yeah i know it's a hard question it's a big one i think my answer is probably pretty boring Uh, i'm finally old enough that i think it would be financial security if I could somehow find a way, you know, um, let's say the wife's next job all of a sudden pays her some exorbitant amount of money. It's like, look, bills are no longer an issue. You can have your time to do what you want. Would I give it a try? I don't see why not. That I wouldn't see why not. Right. That's a perfect. But uh, that's kind of the big what if. The
0: easy scenario. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, everyone wants to win the lottery, not care about bills.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: But uh, yeah, I think it would take something as dramatic as a complete life change and say, hey, look, money's no longer your issue. It is how you choose to spend your time. It's like
0: now you're going to be in six seasons of Glee. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. If they gave you that, you'd be like, yeah. Uh, how do I turn that down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: The reality is, though, still, um, even if I were to go fully into it and I would say, all right, I need to hire the best vocal coach, the best dance coach. And I'm going to do nothing but study full time at this and be the best that I can be. The reality is the top of the top of the game started that when they were five. Right. And they are not only fully dedicated athletes, um, truly athletes, uh, especially the high end dancers. um, But they've been doing it for so long that they have the experience, the the body memory, the built in power of all of that and the amount of tenacity that it took to do that their entire lives, Uh even if I were to start right now, there's, you know, who's to say that there's not a hundred Joey McDaniels walking into an audition room who started dance at 42 and started vocal lessons a little too late and
0: did this. Sure. Um, I, so I sort of disagree, not disagree, it's kind of not really a disagreement. Uh, I thought about that too a while ago Uh, and I thought there's something about acting that, like, a lot of life, uh, you don't, like, uh, you don't need to start early. Okay. Man, maybe singing a little bit, but you need to, like, even if you are singing in your teens or in t- your 20s, right? Yeah. You're fine. It doesn't matter. Like, I feel like if you can carry a tune, there's always hope, right? <laughs> I like the way you think. And but for acting, I've seen so many um so many key actors and people that didn't even get famous until they were like 45, 50 you I know hear that. I hear that. 60. Sure. Uh there's people that were child actors who are dead now, you know. There's uh I mean there's lot. Like, it's a kind of a weird statement, but I mean like uh, people that like were such good child actors that they like stopped at like 30 and then their fucking career just went yeah, to shit yeah, I mean, and then they drank themselves to death. That's or, a whole episode or, on its own. Yeah, right. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, But what I'm saying is I think it's kind of weird that acti- acting is super cool because it sort of doesn't have age. It never ages. Acting is only, only putting yourself... In a position and somebody go, that's the right guy for the role that I need right now. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And I've got a couple of people that
1: I idolize who are, I will say, blooming later in life than maybe they would have even chosen for themselves, right? Yeah. So there's this ultimate role for me right now uh, in a show called Something Rotten. Um, I got to see it the last week. Uh, It was open on Broadway. And there's this character in there, and he's like the nephew of Nostradamus. Okay. And he's real bad at predicting the future. He's about half right most of the time, and a bunch of (laughs) comedy comes out of that. Right, right. And he's got this 12-minute number called It's a Musical, where he's predicting the future of theater is musicals. And he has all these great Broadway references, and he has all this shit. Anyway, the guy who did that on Broadway uh, is Brad Oscar. And Brad Oscar for the most part, was playing the small character roles um, and, you know, having a bit of a career, but a little bit later in life. Mm -hmm. You know, he wasn't the uh, young, six-foot-tall tenor who was playing the lead. Mm -hmm. He was that fun side character that I loved so much. Um, And here he is, um, you know, a little bit older than I am and arguably was in his biggest show. Um, I think he's great. Yeah. That's who I want to be. I want to idolize that guy. And he's a good example of, yeah, he didn't start super early. Though he did, of course, start a lot of that training early. But, like, the actual success of that did not come until a little did not later Did not come until later, life.
0: yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, it, it even took, like, I didn't even take, I never took theater. I probably mentioned this a few times at some point. But I never took theater in high school or uh, anywhere until I was uh, 27, 28. And then I just did. Two and a half years, and then I did a couple random movie stuff, and I was like, "I'm out." Yep. <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> for me. Yeah, I was in and out. And I was like, no, it was for me, but not for me at the same time. Okay. And, okay. Uh, I I loved it. I loved uh, I love everything about characters. I love getting into character. I love doing everything about that. The something I hate about competition, and I never Whoa. doesn't sit with well with me. I don't, and I just don't feel that I need to like fight for competition i don't know yeah it's just not in my you know i'm not part and parcel i'm afraid it it is and that's a sad reality right i was and then i thought you know i was like that's not gonna happen either way i don't think who knows life could be crazy but i'm not i was like do i want to be the person who plays somebody that's great like amazing or do i want to be an amazing person that somebody else plays wow like you know like do i want somebody to play a character of me in a movie or do i want to like spend my life playing other people wow you know so and then then that kind of dawned on me and i was just like yeah i mean as much as i love acting and i love it there's a lot of cost that comes with all that stuff you know and what we were talking about before sacrifice and whatnot i was like am i willing to uh give up everything and just go for it you know try to keep whatever uh you know uh but you know your wife doesn't like shit you're not i don't you know just no. you can't kiss somebody else you know it's like (laughs) not even about that but it's just like you'll hear those arguments later on you know it's just like or you're kissing that girl the whole time and I'm like, it's in the fucking play, you know, I get it. It's yeah, it's like it's a hard one to deal with in life.
1: I'll stop you on that one for sure. Yeah. I, I, I could go on and on about this. Um There's no way I could do any of this stuff if I were single. I really don't think so. Oh really? Yeah. I, I the support that I get um is so freaking huge. Yeah. Um that, you know, there's understanding like i met the wife doing a, a stage show so she sort of got it even though she has since sort of given that up um it's a lot about that support because the idea that i would even not setting expectations get all those no's and then come home to an empty room yes right as opposed to coming home to someone who gets it and can be that emotional support absolutely um financial support maybe is less important but that would be in there too like someone's got a moral support is way better than yeah, that yeah 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 you know i could absolutely survive on top ramen if we wanted to for a few years to say hey look money's not the thing let's go try this as a group as a couple yeah but the idea of trying it on your own man i don't think so
0: yeah it's a little hard for sure if you don't have any kind of support you're fucked
1: it, it, it's, harder. It's, it's harder. It's it's harder
0: for sure. It's definitely. It's great to if you can have somebody that supports that, and I think for me at the time it was harder, and then the person that I was with just didn't understand. Sure. Uh, my mentality, or in, that it wasn't about any of those other people. It was about me and us succeeding, and and getting to the next step. Yeah. Um, and trying something new, uh, and it's like. The person just was not about it. it was just, That's too bad, you know. So, but it happens. Like I said, yeah. it's And like I said, and then you you hit the nail on the head for the the support because then when I was doing other things, I just didn't really have that support. I had a couple friends who were just like, "Yeah, you, yeah. awesome, you're doing good, man." I'm like, it's not about me doing good because I don't know if I'm doing good. You know, I might be a train wreck right now. I might be fucking Gary Busey. Who the fuck knows? You know, who am am I right now? I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) and I don't want a cheering
1: section per se. I mean, of course I do. But no, uh, what I want is someone who can say, hey, look, this is a hard struggle that is very emotionally bare. Um, Here's your safe space where you can come in and not feel that you're getting judged for it. You're not getting uh, scrutinized for it. I'm able to go and be that open and then come home to that safe space Absolutely, where someone can protect you. Yeah, uh, I have personally found it hugely vital to me being able to do even the silly shows that I do.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right, you ready to grab a beer almost? Yeah, yeah let's do sure. it. All right, let's do that. All right, so let's grab this beer. All right. <clears throat> and like I said, I got you because it's the Bay the Haze be with you because I know you're the biggest Star Wars fan and you love it.
1: I'm a giant nerd, that's for sure. <laughs> that's amazing yeah yoda's it's, head is a giant hop cone
0: yeah it's super <laughs> cool and it's by alpha acid oh no kidding yeah right on so we're very uh very uh connected oh that's exciting uh which is the hazy uh ipa and uh, let's just say i forget how much oh 6.5 okay so not super strong but yeah somewhere nice in the middle crushable but gets you going yeah absolutely
1: Alpha Acid has never treated me wrong.
0: No, they do some good beers, man. I like all the brewers over there. They're a nice bunch of guys. I mean, I work for um, the sister bar of it. So, I mean, it's
1: pretty fucking cool. So, this is where I admit to my great shame that I just recently hit the tap room. The little tasting room attached to uh, Alpha Acid. Oh, really? It's right next to where I work. Yeah. Oh, like, I didn't know that.
0: Like, it's like a mile down the road. Oh, that's super cool. I can't believe yeah. I've never been down. That's a good place, man. That's super fun there. Yeah. It's more... tiny, but really nice. They get some food trucks once in a while. Yeah. They do some cool stuff. Yep, yep. Treated um, me very well. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are awesome. Um, all right. Well, cheers, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. To the Haze. To the Haze. We're collaborating on the beer and the cocktail. So this is our beer.
1: Well, we talked a lot about drunk Broadway Oh God, that's good.
0: That is good. That's tasty. Oh, that's tasty. Yeah, that's nice. That's a that's nice
1: um, hot, uh, profile. Mm. Oh, that's good. A good hazy IPA is so beautifully juicy to me. I feel like I'm biting into a nice piece of tropical fruit. When,
0: when you get a good one, explodes. yeah. When you yeah. get a good one, that's what it's all about, you yeah. know. Uh, not too bitter, not too sweet, somewhere very well balanced. Yep. And uh, you know, I don't necessarily love them all the time. But, that, but when you get a good one they're great and may the haze be with you is pretty fucking good
1: yeah i we like maybe over indexed in the craft beer world mm-hmm. on the haze for a little bit mm-hmm. it definitely became the uh the biggest craze but uh some of them are damn good yeah hard to argue
0: it is it's, yeah
1: okay so we talked a lot about drunk broadway huh? um thank you for that that Absolutely. was really fun to share especially not being on my own show
0: yeah, it's good to get it out there, you know? Now
1: how about you and a uh, few deep, man? Are you still feeling really fulfilled with this? Is this working out for you? Uh,
0: it is, in a sense, uh, that I, I just love doing it. You know, I love having my friends and uh, even some people that I, I'm just meeting for the first time. You know, I, I sort of get it out there. Uh, and it's I think sometimes it might be confusing for people uh, of what it is. And then I sort of explain. They're like, sounds awesome. Yeah. I don't know what what's... You know it's not really that confusing I'm like it's I'm like it's a <clears throat> it's a it's a hangout podcast where we have a few beers and we just talk about life and it's kind of like whatever you want to talk about but like you know you sort of get like a structure and I sort of like always try to mentally prepare like a little bit of it, like come in with an idea right yeah and, you know I write some stuff down here and there um I'm always thinking uh i I didn't do the season thing, I just kind of kept it going, yeah, you know good. which I was like uh. I wanted to and then I was like, where do I cut off the first season? I can't break <laughs> it up now. I'm already well into what you said. I'm I'm this is episode uh, fucking what is it, oh, eighty? This is, well eight, no, is eighty one. Well done. So this is episode eighty one. I'm like, I'm already on my fourth season, really, if I wanna think about it. You sure. Know? Uh but I but I do like the do I do like my structure of um, that I started dividing up this the, the episodes. Okay. It gives me a lot more content totally. throughout the year. And there's not a lot of pressure on there. You know, it's like a little bit of like, okay, cool. I can like, I don't have to worry about, you know, uh, the next, you know, uh, three months. You know, yeah. I got these like podcasts in the bank and they're ready to be edited and tossed out into the world, you know. here. Um, Yeah, I just, the thing I worry about sometimes with the podcast is that uh, it's, I, I'm not looking to end or to like, it's not going anywhere right it's sort of just there i get you you know there's a lot of content out there too and and it's just like you know there's there's always that like you know i sort of do it just for the love of podcasting because yeah as a fan of podcasts in general i was like i you know when i started this idea like people just weren't really on board I was like, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. I was like, would you want to do one with me? And they're just like, you know, maybe it was just them or whatever. But I was like, yeah, I really want to do a podcast. Yeah. Well, how's it going to be? Like, what's it going to be? What are we going to be about? I'm like, well, I know beer, I know drinks, and uh, I know life. So, you know, and I love – so my idea was basically, and, you know, working in the bar for a long, long time, I'm like, I love conversations that are actually – You know, a little bit more meaningful when I'm listening to him at the bar. You know, I'm like, that's a good conversation. Mm -hmm. I would love that. I would love to uh, dive into that with that group a little bit more. Yeah. And be a little bit detailed. But so I sort of wanted to bring the bar home with me and then have that like. I feel that. You know, and then get that nice uh, friendship uh, developed even more to get to know somebody that I don't get to know on a, you know, a personal level. Like when I'm at the bar, I am like, just here's a drink. Yeah, cool. Good to see you. Sorry. got Yeah, I gotta, yeah, gotta, go, gotta you know, go. I think people, I think a lot of people think I'm either angry or just not into it. And I'm just like, I just have like, I'm like, huh. I'm always thinking I'm like maybe two steps ahead of things. So I'm like, okay, I gotta get, you this. never come
1: across angry to me. Oh, that's good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good you're to busy know. Man. You gotta serve people beers.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it gets, sometimes it gets fast. So you're like, okay, I gotta get, you know, so, especially like Sundays or Mondays or whatever, I gotta get food out, uh-huh. drinks out, clean up. Do this and make sure everything. I'm like oh, okay.
1: Meanwhile, someone's reading the menu as slow as possible. Yeah. Going, um, um. Can I have a
0: taster of this? Yeah. Can I have it? A- yeah. I'm here wow. tapping my fingers <laughs> like, oh, come on. So yeah, I sort of wanted to take that idea, and I love conversation, and I love where maybe an idea uh could could uh, stem and you know or you know be planted and start stemming and coming into uh, a real thing. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do a podcast. I don't care. I have a gut
1: feeling that we have the same end goal in some ways i can be at a cast party like i mentioned earlier and we can have five minutes of a really good conversation yeah and i will want to have two hours of that yes but you know we're at a party and there are certain societal rules that say all right look i'm going to sort of release your attention you know go say hi to your other person right now You know, I'm not trying to monopolize you. Right. It's not just the four of us in the room. It's 40 or whatever. Right. Same thing at a bar. It's like I will corner a regular and we will have seven to ten minutes of a really great conversation. Yeah. And then someone else walks up and it transitions. And that's the beauty of being at the pub. That's why you go to the pub.
0: Yes. But,
1: man, there's times when I really wanted to go back to that conversation. Just dig in one-on-one, maybe two on two uh-huh. and have that conversation in a real concentrated way. And that's sort of what I get in my show. And that's what you're getting out of your show. I think. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. No, it's, that's exactly what I want. I want, I want to, I want just a little bit more of that. And I don't want that guy to interrupt, Yeah, you know, or if I do have two people on at the same time, it's like, I want them to feed off each other because they're sort of this way. And uh-huh. that way, you know, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. But yeah, I, I love that. Like where I, I want that conversation to be thick you know, yeah. I don't want it to be like, you know, very, very like, oh, you hate that guy? Cool, me, I hate that guy too. Yeah, yeah. Or, or I love this show. You love that show? Yeah, cool. All right, I got to talk about something else now. You know, it's like, or this guy's interrupt. Oh, what are you guys talking about? All right, yeah, all right. yeah. Oh, I never saw that show. So you got to describe the show. And it's oh like, God, here comes the awkward. guy. Yeah, guys. it's like, then you don't get that. You don't get that same like fulfilling, like we are already on this level. Yeah. And you're down here. It's like, I don't want you to be down here. You should be at our level first before you jump into the conversation. Right. And some people are just not on that level, and you're like, fuck, it's just, okay. It sort of just blew off all the steam out of it and just went,
1: yep. My yep. kite
0: did not fly now. <laughs> my kite is on the ground.
1: <laughs> now, all of a sudden, I'm looking at my beautifully pricey beer, going, I am paying for a conversation I don't want. Yes. Let me meander off to somewhere else and see if I can find it.
0: Yeah, it's time to fucking mingle. I got to get out of here and uh, see what these guys are talking about. (laughs) Maybe I can be on their level.
1: Yeah. In some ways, I feel like it's my job um, for the podcast to pull the right levers to get the right conversation to naturally happen. Okay, But that shit ain't natural at all, right? It's like specifically, hey, friends, you specific friends. Come over, talk about this specific content. Right. Let me feed you cocktails until the barrier is dropped. Right. And you're letting real opinions out. And let me record that. Yes. Right. It's manipulative as hell, but super intentionally and in the sweetest possible way to get to that deep conversation that I'm hoping to get.
0: Right. Exactly. I mean, you sort of, it's got to be structured somewhat, right? A little yeah. bit. I mean, yeah, yeah. like I said, I've like got my a goal. Yeah, yeah. And and mine's like not super structured but mine mine is a little it could you know mine's like a uh like a ski slope you know sometimes you're on the right track and sometimes you veer off a little bit and you're like yeah, yeah it could get a little like a steer it back. back push it back yeah and like you know, pizza french fries back in back into it nice um but yeah so i mean that's that's sort of like you know the the way that i think the show structures and i think there's i i always think that i could do better and that's and and sometimes I'm in the same boat where I was like I'm lazy, and I'm like fuck I really don't want to edit or I don't really want to uh-huh. like I don't want to like sit I don't really want to like I feel
1: that I, you know I don't want
0: to do anything right now you know it's just like ugh. but I'm like but I have to I got to put the show out it's like a half you know yeah. if I have stuff I I got to put it out doesn't matter if I feel it or not feel it it's got to be out Yep. I promise things and I hold my promises it's another thing that I live my life by is like if I say it I got to do it. I can't just be one of those people who say things and goes, uh, he's like, uh, basically you're a flake, you know, you're you're whatever you're, it's like you say things and then you don't back them up. And I'm like, and I don't like to live my life and I don't like, you know, expect anybody else to live their life like that. You know, people who flake out all the time. It's like, you know, I, I just don't call them back for the show if they don't want to be on the show. It's like, if you want to be on the podcast that's cool. Like I I would be, love to have you, but like mm-hmm. when you keep canceling on me 3 times and I'm I'm just going to be like I'm not going to chase you. Yeah, I'm not going to chase you down to to be on the podcast. If it's you just,
1: find it to be a value, you do. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. That's cool. And that's cool. Like, I totally get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm not upset. You know, no. e- either way, it's just like if it's not your thing. You just tell me right off the bat. You know, I don't want to sit there and be like, oh yeah, let's do it on this day and then they're like, nope, we don't show up. It's like so I don't <laughs> want to be one of those people either who are like even, I like like I said, I live my life with no expectations. I also live my life by, like, unless I'm throwing up or deathly sick, those are the only times I will cancel. Or, I will like, if I'm invited somewhere, I'll accept. It's kind of like the yes-man syndrome, right? You're just kind of like, yes, I have to say yes. Because if I don't, I'm going to sit here and do fucking nothing. <laughs> and I'm going to be one of those people. And I don't want to do that. And I got to, like, even if it's, like, a day I have to force myself to it, I'm not saying that's every day. Sure. Other days I'm like looking forward to it, you know, or whatever. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's gonna be a great party, or that'll be really fun. Like, this is everybody I like is gonna be there. Uh, but it's like, so then, you know, sometimes you just be like, oh. but there's other people that are like, There's one person I know that's gonna be there. I was like, I really don't want to go to this party, but I said sure. I was gonna go to the party, so I said it, and I gotta fucking do it. Uh, so it kind of goes that level, and you're like, yeah. oh man. But if you commit, just do it. Yeah, exactly. Just do it you said you're gonna do you're, it you're setting an expectation just do it yeah so i accept I, yeah i set the expectation for myself to do it and that's the only thing i can live by the code there's some codes of moral yeah. ethics that you have to live and that's you know those are ones that i hold dearly because yeah my one friend mark uh he he's a super busy dude he plays drums he was a teacher he fucking he was in acting he does all kinds of shit He's wow. he's like he does everything but he's like, one thing I don't do is cancel on people. I'm like, he's like, I got a busy schedule. You make time with me, I make time for you. That's it. That's beautiful. Don't ever cancel. Never cancel. Unless you're like throwing up or dead or whatever. Even if you have a little anxiety, just go. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But if you're unless you're throwing up or dead, just go. Yep. Never cancel. I'm like, okay. And I sort of love that philosophy. I was like, yeah, just never cancel on people. Because the then longer, you never hang out, you know? Yep. Yeah.
1: The longer I live, the more I really appreciate people who choose to spend the time with you. Are giving you their greatest resource they absolutely anything else with their time but it's like no of all the humans in all the places i need to be with this one right now thank you for that i'm going yeah. to take your resource and i'm going to treat it right
0: absolutely yeah i, think I hope so no yeah i think that's great i think it's it's interesting What like when two people come together you know because it doesn't happen all the time you know it's people are busy in their lives and it's like but when We're you crazy busy yeah, yeah when you finally get to like schedule that that meeting or that time you're like wow man was super awesome like what a good time you know what i mean and so it's like i like to hold on to those and cherish those it's like even with some of my other friends who like i try to hang out with more or less you know i'm like hey what are you guys doing on saturday Or what are you guys doing this day you know we're a couple's like what are you guys doing we're thinking about doing this and they're like i don't know we're busy maybe we're not busy who knows i was like i got two extra tickets to see it and they're like Oh, well, I got work to do. Have fun. Like, my other friend, he canceled. Oh, he said he was going to go with me. So it's like, now I got these two Azure tickets. Uh-huh. I got to eat them.
1: I'm not going to be hurt if you yeah. say no, by the way. Exactly. In fact, I'm trying as a person to be better at saying no when I know it's a no for sure. Yes. Because my heart's in the right place. I want you to be happy. If you're inviting me to a thing, it is a very natural instinct to him and haw if you can't give a hard yes. Uh-huh just tell them no if it's a no i'm so rarely insulted or hurt that you said no look i know you got a life yeah i just asked you to come do a thing
0: absolutely but if you say yes you said yes you said yes and yeah. you gotta stick to it like you i said it. unless you're yeah. dead or they're throwing up damn or, yeah reason. there has to be a really good reason that you're still in bed or something and you can't move yep to say like you know that that's and that's, a, that's the that's the example that you have to set for yourself yeah and show your friends too, because your friends look at that. Everybody looks at that stuff, you know. I think so. I think so. People yeah. are like, "No, nah, that guy's a flake. He'll never show up." Oh, totally. You know, you know those people. We all know those people who are like, "Why would I invite him? He never comes." Yeah, it's like, what's the big deal? But okay. I'm going to invite him anyway. But
1: whatever. I like when they're there, but I can't chase you anymore. Yeah,
0: exactly. So yeah. it's it's a hard one.
1: Um, I mean, even if it's a month out. Look, I get it. I will literally pull out my Google Calendar and I will make you say yes to a day. Yes. But if you say, no, we're going to hang out real soon. Great. Here's the following three days I can give you. Mm-hmm. That's when you can make people put up or shut up real quick. <laughs> yes. And that's
0: my, I like that too, because I'm always like, let me check my calendar, but I'll be back to you like ASAP. Yeah. So then I'll look and I'll be like, okay, so I have these and I'm like, okay, so let's make, I can do these days, this day and that day. Does anything work for you?
1: It's the reality of being an adult. Yes.
0: Right? Scheduling. Yep. Scheduling yep. that time. And if... You don't want it. You don't have it. So I can it's like, have
1: impromptu hangout time in three weeks on a Friday yeah. if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah,
0: I might have something. Somebody and usually if I have free time of some, somebody canceled on me somewhere. Yeah, and that's usually what happens for me. Yeah. It's like oh, all right. Well, that that happens though.
1: So. Yeah, well, I'm no, no. not trying to say I'm doing anything terribly important either. No. But the reality is, like you said earlier, uh, as somebody with a lot of hobbies, it's like look, I'm either you know doing a headshot photo shoot. Or, you know, I've got rehearsal for a thing. Or, you know, I've made plans with wife. Hey, we're gonna bake this cool Absolutely. thing. Or yeah, you know, some very just it it fills up way faster than I anticipate. Yeah. It's like time is what it is. It's like let's talk about it now so we can get out of the books and let's really do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. All right. Well, let's take a break for the first round. All right. We're about an hour in, so okay. uh, let's take a break. We'll make some pizza. And we'll Sweet. be back for, well, in this podcast, we'll be back next week for you guys. woo uh, So, yeah, we'll be back with more Joey McDaniels, and you'll sing. Yeah? I'll sing. All right. Sweet. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Late. All right. That's it, guys. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Thanks for Joey for coming on and hanging out in Drunk Broadway. If you guys don't know the podcast, go over and uh, subscribe to Drunk Broadway, either on iTunes, uh, I think maybe... Stitcher, Spotify—I'm not sure. I think all the platforms. He's got a lot of them. I don't know if he's doing SoundCloud or not. Um, so yeah, so go check out Drunk Broadway wherever you uh, get your uh, podcast podcast at. Whenever you listen to your broadcast, check it out. Um, also, check out uh, a few deep com. Now have uh, the website up where you can buy shirts and all other certain things. I'm gonna have a, a button on there too where you can donate to the beer fridge. And to the beer fund, because you know, I don't make any money doing this, so uh, I'll set up a little donation, which won't be you know, you can donate whatever you want. Um, that'll be coming soon, but check out the website. Uh, you can order some shirts, some new shirts coming soon, some new stuff coming soon. Um, it's all in con- under construction, but I said I would have it up, and I have it the fuck up, so it's up. The website is up, so go check it out a fewdeep.com. Also, thank you to uh, the Rosen Crown, Palo Alto, El Al Arsenal in San Carlos, Willow Market, Menlo Park, and Jane's Beer Store in Mountain View. All great places to get great beer and meet cool people who know stuff about beer. Or maybe they don't. You know, they drink beer. Go there and drink beer. You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so check out the website. Check out Joey's uh, podcast, Drunk Broadway. I'm not sure if he has a .com. I think it's drunkbroadway.com He has uh, as well. Um, yeah, that's about it for this week. Uh, tune in next week. Like I said, part two is going to be fun. Uh, Joey gets some some singing. Got some good songs, and uh, uh, it was a fun podcast. So, so, uh, so yeah. Talk to you guys next week. Late. <laughs>